0: One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, or overwhelmed, then my sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, Online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise and BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com/strategy. That's better h e l p slash strategy. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives. Business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no in here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha. And today we are having another guest on the show because I wanted to talk a little bit about e-commerce. And so I know that many of the listeners are, you guys are more service providers than you are product, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you couldn't use some sort of e-commerce in your business, uh, especially when you're thinking about like passive sales and things like that, things that You want to set up one time versus having to consistently sell. So today we are talking to Catherine, who is a principal consultant at Walton Birch, an Atlanta-based consulting firm and co-founder of the Black Lady Business School, which is a network and professional organization for women. She's an e-commerce expert, a Shopify super fan and partner, and she helps small businesses and entrepreneurs to launch and grow websites and e-commerce stores. So Catherine, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for being here. So I guess I won't ask you too much about your Black Lady Business School. Uh, (laughs) I just wanted to say that I think that's really cool. Um, But tell us a little bit more about like why, especially as service providers, we should probably be thinking about e-commerce as a thing and why it might be something useful for us.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um and one that I find myself answering a lot. Um and because people think of e-commerce and they think of products and you know selling things online and in online marketplaces like Amazon and Etsy and things like that. So, um it's not as natural or intuitive uh, for people to kind of think of um services or digital products even as e-commerce products. Um and so I I work with businesses really just to help them uh, show up incredibly professionally polished um, online. And a part of that is the experience that people have when they come to your website um, or your store, if you do have a store. And so, for service-based businesses, um, the e-commerce part of that is really just allowing people to find or helping people to find the information that they're looking for. Um, you know, collecting information from them or payment from them, if that's something uh, that you, you need as a part of business, and you know, keeping that information safe and secure, um, and then you know, building in automations to help make that process much smoother and easier, both for your clients or customers and yourself. So that's what e-commerce looks like to me for service-based businesses.
0: I'm glad you kind of broke it out like that because I know so many people don't, I don't consider myself to be e-commerce, but I sell things on my website. I'm a service-based business. So I think a lot of people don't think of it that way. Um, One thing I did want to ask you though, because I've been having this conversation with several of the guests that I've had on the show. Do you think, and and I know you do this for some of your clients, do you think that it's necessary for businesses to have websites (laughs) when they're starting (laughs) out?
1: (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. And there are a couple of reasons for that. Um, So one is that, and this is really 90% of the reason, but um, if you do not provide information about yourself online, other people get to provide information about you online. And sometimes that's accurate and matches up with your brand and branding. And sometimes it isn't. Um, So the more information you can provide about yourself online, the more you can paint an accurate picture of yourself, if that makes sense.
0: (laughs) So instead of just,
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm glad you put it like that. That's You're the first person who has said it that way. Because a lot of times, uh, and myself included, it's like, oh, you need a website because you know that's what you own. That's your information. We can't control social media and you, the algorithms and all of that good stuff. But you're the only person I've heard who has made it, who, who has put it in a way that's like, no, that's how we get to talk about ourselves versus others. <laughs> Talking about ourselves.
1: Yeah, I mean, the other 10% is the whole, like, if you own it, it won't just randomly go away with an (laughs) algorithm change. That's the other 10%. But 90% of it is like, you should be able to tell your story the way that makes sense to you, you know?
0: (laughs) 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 I I appreciate that you put it like that. I don't think most people think about it that way. I think, right? uh, and uh, so many people, and I will go on record. You guys, you've heard me say this over and over and over again on this show. Please get a website, Instagram, a link, a link tree. All of that is just not enough for. People to come to your business for you to make sales for people to sign up for things that you're trying to have them purchase. It's just not enough. So please get a website. And I clearly have had countless women on say, saying the same thing. So get a website. Um, do you have any like things that people can do though to make building a website easier or cheaper, especially like if they're thinking about adding e-commerce into it?
1: Uh, that's a great question. And so when it comes to websites. <laughs> There's a balance of, uh, like there's good and there's cheap. (laughs) there's a balance of both of those things when it comes to websites. And so for people who are like, well, you know, I absolutely don't have any budget to do this, but I just really want to get online. I think there are some really good free options out there. Like they're, they're popping up every day. And so I really just, I can't, you know, like I can name a few. I think like Milkshake is really good. I like Milkshake because Milkshake has a mobile friendly platform. Um, I know a lot of people have heard about WordPress, but as far as I know, they haven't quite like figured out the whole WordPress uh, situation for mobile just yet. So if you had to build a WordPress site, you would probably have to do that from a, like a desktop or a laptop computer. So I really like platforms like Milkshake. I'll say that because there are other platforms as well (laughs) that allow you to build just super simple one page websites from your phone, which is just like mind blowing. So if you absolutely don't have any time and just want to build yourself like a little one page landing page for your business or for your store um, from your couch or wherever you use your cell phone. I think platforms like that are really <laughs> good, <laughs> like a really good opportunity, really good resource. Um, but other than that, um, you know, free platforms like WordPress are good. But the where you don't, you know, spend money, you will spend time. Um, WordPress is very like the free version of WordPress. So there's an open source version of WordPress, and I just learned recently that there was a paid version, which is absolutely <laughs> I can't, like bonkers
0: and it's wordpress.com yeah and you pay for and wordpress.org i have strong feelings about that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not
1: going to talk about those here i don't think people are going to tolerate the wordpress.com slander but i'm just baffled at the way that wordpress.com is almost like arch villain opposite of (laughs) wordpress.org
0: i think i mean it, yeah that is backwards too because the wordpress.org is is free so it's not like as if they're funneling people like here's the crappy version into into the right it's, it's not WordPress.
1: they're not they're not even they're not even cousins they're not related well, they're like they're not different. brothers they're just like they're like arch enemies like it's yeah. just like these two things are related what is
0: this all, all of my websites are wordpress websites and wordpress.org like, yeah they're wordpress.org websites and <laughs> It you always, and I don't know why they still have a wordpress.com because I feel most people don't utilize WordPress for that, like, it's known for its ability to build websites, not like. As a, like a Squarespace or something like that, like a template. And
1: the unfortunate thing for me is that people that come to WordPress.org and say, okay, this is really difficult to manage. I would like an easier version of this. They might end up on WordPress.com, but like they will, like, it's just a different experience. And I think that there are much better paid platforms than WordPress.com. And so like, for those to be so opposite, it's... It feels a little deceptive sometimes because if you in if you fall into WordPress.com, it's just like, oh man, there were so many more options. I'm I'm very upset about it. But I'll I'll stop the WordPress lander for now. <laughs> I'll stop that. I'll stop that. <laughs>
0: do you so I know you do Shopify um and and you're a partner a Shopify partner. So I have on my WordPress dot uh, org website, I use WooCommerce. Um because it's a plugin for WordPress, it's easy for me to manage. Do you, Why do you prefer Shopify or like, why do you think it's a better e-commerce tool or do you like, is it an e- better e-commerce tool? I know a lot of people recommend it. I know absolutely nothing about Shopify.
1: Oh, good. Well, let me tell you. No. <laughs> do you have to, do you have 30 minutes? Um, no. Um, so I won't say that Shopify is just uh, across the board better. Um, I do. I love Shopify. I'm a Shopify super fan. Um, and it's really because I think a lot of people haven't heard about it that really should know about Shopify. So I'm not going to say that it's the platform that I even recommend 100 percent of the time. But I think that there are use cases where Shopify is a much better option than some of the platforms that are out here. Um, So obviously, if you have a product-based business, I think Shopify is a great option. Um, And um, it's because Shopify is optimized for product-based e-commerce. So if you have things that have photos, product descriptions, if you need search engine optimization to kind of go along with that, um, if you need website hosting, if you want to put your website on a custom domain, Shopify is one of the best options out there in my opinion um and then for the like the even the basic subscription which i think is like $29 a month you get all of that you get hosting you get um well hosting your custom domain you get the um you get email marketing you get um kind of built in SEO you get native integrations with Facebook Instagram um TikTok Pinterest Google oh, wow. market or Google merchants center, all of those things have native integrations. And so you're paying $29 a month to basically have a dashboard for your website. And that's extremely powerful for people who don't have a ton of time, don't have a ton of budget, but really want to get the word out about their website. And like I said, it's great for product-based businesses. Um, and so there are some uh, Shopify integrations that are for like digital products, so downloads and courses and things like that. But sometimes I still think it's a little bit overkill. So if you don't want to pay $29 a month and you're selling a digital product or um, a course or something like that, Shopify might be overkill. But if you don't mind paying $29 a month, still a great platform. <laughs> still a great platform. So That's I think good. it's it's good it in those 12. cases. Yeah.
0: Shopify just so I can make sure I understand it's it's (laughs) essentially um I guess it's it's almost like a a square a square space but with built-in like really robust built-in e-commerce functionality because it's all in one versus something like WordPress where I have to get a ton of plugins to do a lot of the things that I do on my website (laughs)
1: Well, so it's kind of like a paid version of WordPress. It's kind of a WordPress plus uh WooCommerce. So it's okay. really more WooCommerce, but WooCommerce doesn't stand by itself. WooCommerce is embedded yes. in WordPress. So it's like the paid version of WordPress, WordPress plus WooCommerce like Boiled into one with some extra things. Um, so, for instance, one thing that Shopify offers that neither WordPress nor WooCommerce offer like not intrinsically is um, email marketing. So now with mm-hmm. Shopify, you can send out newsletters or promotional emails from within the Shopify dashboard without paying more or without yeah. adding an extra integration to the store. And that's huge. Um, also... So there are integrations. So in the same way that WordPress and WooCommerce or WooCommerce is a plugin and WordPress has other plugins, Shopify has those integrations. So Mm. you do have to add an integration for Facebook, for Instagram, for Pinterest, for TikTok, for Google Merchant Center, but they're all free and they're built on the Shopify platform. So they're native. That's what they call native versus built by um, or versus kind of built independently by a third party developer. So you don't have the same compatibility issues that you tend to have on WordPress when all of these people's integrations like don't play nicely with each other. So that's, um, (laughs) and they're automatically updated. So instead of being like, Hey, this plugin's out of date, you got to hit update. You don't ever have to do any of that. And it's just like, like it's, (laughs)
0: Yeah, you are so many. And I, like I said, I have I have like three, three websites, four, um, built on WordPress, and so I'm very like familiar with it. I have all of my plugins set to auto update, but one of the frustrating things is that when one updates or doesn't update, and then all of a sudden my website no longer works. And so I then have to uninstall all the plugins and then reinstall one by one until I figure out which one it is that's making my website not work.
1: Yes, I've (laughs) dealt with that before. I'm I'm experiencing the grief right now. I feel it. I feel it.
0: (laughs) It's very... And sometimes it doesn't even, like, no one's telling me, like, I don't know that my website's not working. So it's just, I happen (laughs) to go out there and then I'm like... like, (sighs) Like damn it, like now I gotta go and figure out what it is. So. Well there there are
1: actual there are tools for that too. As an e commerce consultant I can tell you about them. <laughs> but yeah, that that's literally how I keep up with um WordPress sites. Um yeah, is is by because <laughs> the those little you know, conflicts happen so frequently. I actually have monitoring on them. It's an important part of having a WordPress site because when they do those automatic updates, things just go wrong. And you're just like, huh? I haven't gotten any traffic in a couple of days. Wonder what's up with that. You know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's 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 part of it, and you know, it's one of those trade offs.
0: So I guess when it comes to building up an e-commerce store. Do you think that there and this is specifically for products, because I, I know I I do have listeners that are product based, um, but they don't know what type of things they need to be thinking about when they're considering like how to build up this store. And a lot of them get overwhelmed because it can be a lot to build up an e-commerce store. So what do you what are some tips or some suggestions of like things that you need to be doing in order to properly prep for like getting an e-commerce store up and running?
1: Um, honestly, I would say the best thing you could do is get started. Um, a lot of e-commerce and actually a lot of marketing just generally is trial and error. Um, and so I know that people that have spent all of this time putting together plans and, um, you know, mapping things out only to have things work entirely differently in the real world. Um, and so I say, to whatever extent that you can get started. So if you don't have a huge budget and you're really just starting out, I'd say go low budget. Don't really blow the whole budget on things and just put a, put a site out there and um, you know, get, get your name out there. Start with the branding, start talking about yourself, start talking about your products. Um, but also, uh, and I just lost my train of thought. So get started <laughs> is the first thing. It's the, it's the important thing quite honestly. Um, and but aside from that, just consistently, consistency. So showing up consistently, talking about your brand, if you have multiple products. Um, so I guess that's another thing I want to briefly talk about is like, I think people think they have to have a ton of products online, but I literally have worked with single product stores. So there you can really? be successful in e-commerce with a single product. You can build an entire e-commerce store around a single product. Um, I've seen people do that with like subscriptions basically. Um, So you don't need to have a ton of products. You can do it with one product. Um, you can do it with a ton of products. You can do it with drop-shipped products. You can do it with print-on-demand products. But showing up consistently, having high-quality images, having very good product descriptions, capturing your customer information so that you can market to them. Yes, I'm talking about email marketing. No, it's not dead. <laughs> Um, you know, all of those things are important. So first tip would be start somewhere, just put the site online, start talking about your products, start talking about something, um, update it frequently, make sure your images are, you know, good, high quality images, make sure that your product descriptions are good and answer some of your customer questions that may, you know, they may have about your product or service, if it's a service, um, Good product descriptions, good images, and then capture their information. So capture emails. Like, I know people hate pop-ups, but don't do them when the page loads. Do them, like, on exit intent. Ask people for their email address. Say, like, hey, you want to, you know, like hang out with us like and get like some emails or something like that'd be cool you know and then provide them with value don't spam them just say like hey here's what we're doing this month here's a look behind the scenes so i think the marketing of an e-commerce store is just as important if not more important um, than the actual products themselves so those are the three things just to summarize get started start somewhere (laughs) good product descriptions, good photos, consistency, like uploading frequently or updating frequently um, and capturing customer information and providing value through marketing.
0: Thank you. I like how you, you made it very succinct. So I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm sorry, ramble. I like how you broke it back down. So this is going to be the, the controversial questions. the last question I'm going to ask you. Um, do you think I know the answer to this? I have an opinion on this. <laughs> okay. um, it's it better to have your own e-commerce store, like something on Shopify, versus having like an Etsy store. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I, that is a very controversial question, and I definitely have an opinion on it. And again, it depends. Um, so, um, if 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 your e-commerce business is a side hustle and you do not want to make an income level revenue or you not plan to make an income level amount of revenue on it, platform, marketplace platforms are great. Um, The point where that becomes a problem is where the fees are biting into your ability to be profitable. So if you're selling a product that costs $7, and then every time you make a sale, $4 in fees comes out, that's a huge problem. Because you then essentially either have to mark up your $7 product, or you have to sell 15 million of them um, <laughs> to make any, you know, to be profitable. And I, I know for a lot of solopreneurs specifically, doing business at that kind of scale is a challenge. So mm-hmm. really it just depends on your situation. So if you're mass manufacturing and you can make a product for 23 cents and sell it for $23 reasonably, I mean that's you know hyperbole, but basically <laughs> if you're okay with those margins, um, or if it really just doesn't matter to you if you make, you know, an income level amount of revenue. I say marketplace platforms are great. Um, And honestly, some of my clients who are on Shopify do still list a subset of their products on marketplace platforms as a good way to introduce new customers um, because discoverability is really good on those marketplace platforms. Like Etsy, Amazon, eBay will basically promote your products to anybody who's looking for it. So I also think it's a great way for new stores to introduce people to their products. Um, But at the point where you're saying, listen, I want to make a full-time job out of this and I'm not necessarily interested in, um, you know, mass, <laughs> like mass uh, production. <laughs> I think that's the point where you want to look at a platform where, like, you're not paying so many fees. So that's where you want to probably try and move away from a marketplace platform to uh, at least some sort of one pager or a store that you own, for sure.
0: Your answer is so much nicer than mine, because I, I I love Etsy <laughs> as a consumer. Mm-hmm. But I, my personal opinion, that as a as a business, Etsy ha- Etsy itself has amazing brand recognition. Mm-hmm. But the problem is that when someone purchases from you on Etsy and someone then asks about it, it's like, oh, I got it from Etsy, mm-hmm. and not your business. And mm-hmm. so I think it really hinders growing your personal business because. It's just, I got it on Etsy, like found it on Etsy. I don't remember who the shop was, where I got it from. And then the fees are, they can be hard to manage if it's, if you don't have like the scale and you can't produce a lot. So your for answer sure. was was much nicer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> so I, I do want to thank you so much for being on the show. I think you've given some great tips and things that people can do when it comes to building up the e-commerce side of their business even if you have a services-based business you can still be e-commerce so thank you for so much for being on the show um If you want to learn more about Catherine, you can go to waltonbirch.com. I will leave the link in the show notes. Um, She has DIY friendly marketing resources and you can can schedule a discovery call with her to learn more about how she can help you. But thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Are you ready to uplevel your business? Join the five day be your own CEO challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips. Network.